welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show I am joined by August for a game of Ocean Tides, a GMless game of entanglements at sea about the messy and interconnected lives of pirates, mermaids, and naval officers. Inspired by Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands, the game is a collection of evocative minigame-based scenes which give players the tool to build a, a large, interconnected, messy world full of naval adventure and sword fights and dancing and all the kind of big, swashbuckling fantasy that you want out of a pirate story. And honestly... If Cloud Out kicks ass. I had a ton of fun playing it. I think you're going to love listening to it. The game is currently on Kickstarter for Zine Month, promoting a physical edition of the game. Go check the show notes for a link for more information. Go back the game, make it a reality, get your own physical copy, because frankly, the game is good, and I enjoy it, and I think you're going to enjoy it too. And on that note, I'm going to throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so, so excited to be sitting down with August. August, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Oh, it's nice to be here. I'm so excited to actually be playing a game with you. I'm beyond excited. This is I am I am thrilled. Uh, I it is you saying that just made me realize that we have not played a game together because you were not you you listened to the Goggle Squad uh, Uh Uh FTL recording, but you were not you were not part of that recording, which is why you were mad at me after the fact. Yes, I was very mad after the fact. Ah, well, on that note, and speaking of FTL, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about, A, what we're playing this week, and B, anything else you've got going on that you might want them to know about? Sure. So today we're going to be playing a game of my own creation called Ocean Tides, a game of entanglements at sea, uh, which is a hack of Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands by Vincent Baker. Um, It's basically, what if Mobile Frame Zero, but with mermaids, pirates, and naval officers? So... You know, that's fun. Um, And uh, yeah, I come from a podcast called Follow the Leader. I was born there. I was raised there. Um, Not really, but uh, I'm really awkward. So that's Uh, what we're going with. We we, we have all been we have all (laughs) been sort of hatched from our respective podcasts. And then we sort of shambled out on the land. Right. That's how it works. That's how millennials are born. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But uh my my home podcast is Follow the Leader. We play a lot of uh, GM-less tabletop games. Um, it's really cool. Check it out on Twitter at FTLcast. And I'm also on a podcast that's Animorphs. Yeah, let me take that again. Uh, I'm also on an Animorphs-inspired actual play podcast called Dumb Kids Playing Hero. Uh, if you listen to the Navigator episode with Jade, uh, Jade is also on both of those podcasts. So, you know... This might be your hint that you might want to check us out. It might be. Um, it might be. <laughs> but I think that's everything that I want to plug today. All right. Well, in that case, um, let's talk about let's talk about Ocean Tides, a game of entanglements at sea. So this is a game about pirates, mermaids, and naval officers crossing paths, crossing blades, and getting wrapped up in each other's wakes, pun intended. Yes, 100%. Um, I... So I was not uh I was not a horse girl growing up uh but I did go through a huge mermaid phase and never quite uh grew out of it. Um I spent more time than I care admitting reading Pirates of the Caribbean fan fiction. I don't know a lick about sailing or anything like that, but that's not going to stop me from writing a game about fantasizing about pirates and naval officers and mermaids kissing. I, and, and doing other things, but, you know. I cannot tell you how many hours, like, I, I did not go through a mermaid phase, uh, but I did go through a years-long, probably to this day, pirate phase that <laughs> should have told me some things about myself in retrospect that it didn't until much <laughs> later, um, that I spent, like, from, from, a, from a young age through adulthood, I can't tell you how many dozens and hundreds of hours I spent playing Sid Meier's Pirates. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I danced with a lot of governor's daughters. I, I did a lot of sword fights. <laughs> uh, it was uh, breathtakingly good. Just breathtakingly good. Uh, so pirates and pirate stories and pirate games are extremely close to my heart, so I could not be more excited to dive into this today. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to share this with you. Um it it was a labor of love 
unlike Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands, it doesn't come with a, a baked-in setting. Uh, we actually have to create the setting of our own. I'm excited to play around in in that ocean. I'm extremely excited. I can't wait. So with that, why don't we go ahead and start building out our world and build our ocean and our individual characters? The first thing that we do before we get into play is we answer a few questions about our ocean, which is what the game refers to generally for the setting. Um, the ocean could be any number of things, but um, there's a list of adjectives. If you want me to read through them, I can. Why don't you read through those, and I'll read through the adjectives for the climate, and then we'll that way, and then we'll 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 talk about the ones that we're going to pick from there. Sounds good. So. Um, for the uh, sea itself, um, we pick two adjectives. Uh, the adjectives are tumultuous, rolling, calm, deep, stormy, unpredictable, ancient, gentle, vast, uncharted, or uh, for all of these, I always leave a line for you to include your own because goodness knows 10 adjectives aren't enough to encompass everything that the sea can be. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely forgotten plenty of adjectives so and so the first adjective we had done a little bit of talking beforehand and the first adjective is one that we want to write in we want to write in arctic yes which i think is very good i think i think an arctic pirate story is very compelling to me and yeah. as far as the other adjective is there one that you're feeling because if not i can throw out a couple that i'm that are that are jumping out at me um when we talked Previously, the only thing that I really felt strongly about was the Arctic for the adjective. So uh, by all means, uh, I'd love to hear what you're thinking. Ancient is the one that immediately jumps out at me. I like the idea if we're playing with sort of an Arctic sea of playing with I'm, an, I'm, I'm between ancient or vast are the two that I'm between because I love the idea very specifically of like cavernous icebergs that like you can that like you could go in a whole cave adventure inside ancient I'd, like things that are older than yeah. older than history and like if we're playing around in, in an arctic space like i want the 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 full sort of poetic uh weight of the iceberg as a metaphor as an object as a thing as a force of nature and mm -hmm. i think that is i think of those two words it is ancient more than anything of this idea that an iceberg, you know, there's the there's the obvious there's the obvious point of poetry of, you know, of the tip of the iceberg. But just this idea that this is this thing is so massive and so old and so impossibly complicated that that like I every single iceberg is a thing that we will that we that we do not fully understand and we do not have the the tools to fully map or comprehend. I love it. I love that so much. Which brings us to our climate. Is the climate temperate, tropical, frigid, mixed, unpredictable, or blank? Um, honestly, I like the idea of unpredictable. I do too. I really do. But yeah, I just love the idea of the weather, uh, the weather itself being almost a character in its own right. I love that. I really and and paired with the idea of giant icebergs, like that's so interesting and compelling. If it can be like hot and humid and sticky and also we are confronted by like an iceberg that has suddenly like jaws emerged from the sea yes that's that rips like that that truly that truly does that adds to the sort of ancient and, and horrifying nature of these gigantic ship crushing icebergs is like is if one of them just emer if they emerge in places where they should not be mm -hmm. love it um, the final question about uh, the sea itself is how much land is there and where is it? And I have an idea, but I want to hear if you've got any inclination first. Uh, I am I am all ears to hear your idea. Uh, there is no land. We only it's it's all ice. Like that's, everything. That's exactly where my head was. So I I'm, I'm I could not be happier. That was exactly where I was thinking of the story going. Awesome. All right. Cool. So now that we've got our sea. Um, the next thing we need to do is we need to flesh out, uh, our factions of which we have mermaids, uh, pirates and naval officers. So, um, I guess since I'm inclined to, to play the mermaid, um, I'll go ahead and answer these questions. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, so for mermaids, uh, the first question is, are you mammalian, amphibian, uh, 
a word that I know how to spell but not pronounce. I think it's I think uh, it's pi- I think it's Piscine, yeah. Yeah, Piscine uh or blank and I'm going to say it's kind of mammalian because uh what form they take is I'm thinking that mermaids here are kind of like selkies almost, like Okay. Yep. Like, you know, they have the ability to to shed their skin and take a human form, but otherwise they're like uh arctic seals. That, that that kicks ass. That kicks ass. That's amazing and cool and I love it. Awesome. And so uh with that, I'm going to answer a question about uh I'll answer our pirate questions. What drove you to piracy? Are we outcasts from society surviving the only way we can? Are we lawless brigands seeking notoriety and fortune? Are we daring rogues looking to live our lives free from tyranny or are we morally gray bounty hunters and scoundrels who thrive at the fringes? I've got to play like I got to do daring rogues. I, I think I think it's right in the middle of daring rogues and outcasts from society. I think that's the that's the pirate fiction that I want to play today is the idea of this is this is maybe for some of us the only life that we have, but it is a life that is but it is a life on our own terms and I think Mm-hmm. I think of those two, talking it out, the latter option is the one that is more compelling to me that this is this is a life that people are are choosing rather than being forced into because I'm not as I'm not as excited about people being forced into it as I am dreamers and optimists chasing chasing some big glorious future where they are their own where they are their own ship's captains because I imagine mm-hmm. like if there's no land and there's only ice then like those crews are everything right and so to to live your life free from tyranny is to is to is to control your own destiny and set your own sights on the horizon i love it and what is your pirate code uh the pirate code is honor among thieves lie cheat and steal but never but never kill unless unless you have to and unless uh Unless a blow has been dealt against you, if it has, then 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 strike back equally and immediately. It is uh uh there is a lot of uh a lot of the Venture Brothers in this. It is a lot <laughs> of it is a lot of Guild of Calamitous intent. It is a lot of you do not match aggression, you do not exceed aggression levels, but it is fundamentally that, you know, we are all trying to set our own destiny, so give ourselves the freedom to do that. And if yours requires if yours requires a bit of chicanery, that's fine, but but you don't have the right you don't have the right to violence unless someone is unless someone is trying to enact violence upon you. Mm-hmm. Dig it. Um so the third faction, which, you know, may may come up, may not, is the naval officers. Um, I think that it's uh good for us to uh, go ahead and determine determine the questions about them as well, even though I d- neither of us is playing one. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Whose navy uh, do they serve in? Uh, the monarchs, the republics, the empires, or no ones. We are a collection of merchants, privateers, and other citizens of the sea. Or we make up our own. Hmm. I think it kind of, this, is, this might actually set the vibe that we're going yeah. for. Just depending on, like, if it's the empires, then that, you know, calls to mind, like, to me, at least, you know, calls to mind, like, the the golden age of piracy kind of deal. Yeah, right. But, I don't know, it like, the republics might be, it feels more modern to me. I, I'm leaning towards either the monarchs or the empires. I was originally really drawn to no ones, but I think if we really want to play up the the rogues fleeing tyranny angle which i think is is just uh is just exciting to me i think it's got to be a monarch or an empire um let's go with monarch can i can i can i slightly pivot that the 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 phrasing on that choice a little bit absolutely uh i think it's i would like to propose that it's our monarchs that there are multiple competing navies and that like that that there there are there are there are like because I, I I and again this is me playing too much Sid Meier's Pirates Gold, <laughs> but I love the I love the sea dogs and the political intrigue and the 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 factions at war. Mm-hmm. And then that that gives the the mermaids and pirates on the fringes a wonderful sense of like being wrapped up in a conflict that is so much bigger than yourself and trying to 
find your way through in this trying to find your way through in this beautiful uh in this sort of uh horrifying space yeah yeah i like that a lot um and what sets them apart from the pirates this is from their meant to be from their perspective hmm which i guess is really more an indictment of how they feel about the pirates than it is about the pirates themselves necessarily I'm going to say, do you have a strong feeling? Because I've got something cooking, but but I, but if you've got thoughts, I want to hear it. Um, I don't have a strong feeling. I'm kind of thinking about, like, levels of discipline, like the pirates are undisciplined. Kind of where I was, I, my, well, I was going to propose, I, I think that I've got a, I think I was thinking along the same lines. I was going to say... Tying into like our monarchs, I think it's almost. I would like to propose it's almost a cause, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's it's that a pirate is off living their life and and chasing whatever passions. But to be in the navy and to be in to be in our monarchs' navy is to believe in a cause so desperately and so thoroughly that you are willing to like shed blood for it, and like you're a, you are a soldier in that 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 belief in that cause versus you know, chasing your versus chasing your idle passions is what sets the Navy apart from sheer from sheer empty piracy. Okay. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. That is that is the most that is the most uh <laughs> that is the most rose colored glasses way of looking at that perspective. And uh I, I mean <laughs> I'm not I the the purpose of these questions is really to get a feel for like the factions as they see themselves. Oh for sure, for sure, for sure. So, I was, I I I I I should say I was specifically calling that out with nothing but love of I love the I I mean I love a I love a good I love a good I love a good character that is so convinced of their righteousness that they don't see that they don't see the they don't see the terror behind their words and and somebody somebody using those words does not see the terror behind it and that is delicious to me. It's very good. Uh, which brings us to magic. Magic exists in this world by necessity. Without it, mermaids would not be able to go on land for short periods of time, nor would they be able to bring their human lovers underwater. However, what other types of magic exist in the world? Who else has it? Do pirates and does the Navy? You know, I almost want to say that this is like a low, low magic environment. Like no one's even really sure how selkies do their thing. That Yeah, um, they are. They because... are just they are. They are the magical thing. Yeah. But, like, even they don't necessarily have too much magic beyond that. It's just a matter of, like, because having magic be something that's widely available, I feel like, would take some of the the bite out of the the ancient sort of looming terror of all of the icebergs. I, I hear what you're saying. I think you're exactly right. I love the idea that these are very these are very ordinary people dealing with these larger these supernatural sort of presences mm-hmm. I feel that I feel that so I love the idea that nobody really has a handle on magic and there might be magic in the world, but if there is, we don't know about it and frankly it's terrifying mm-hmm. that's sick. I love that so much uh and so that is our world, which brings us to our characters it sure does um so uh. To create a character, you need to pick a faction, name, pronouns, look, and uh, three attractive qualities from your faction. Um, you know, this is you know kind of you know fairly standard for a mobile frame zero uh, firebrands hack. Um, since I'm playing a mermaid, um, I'll just read the uh, list of attractive qualities for uh, the mermaids before I pick. But mermaids can be alluring, ethereal, tenacious, enchanting, wise, mercurial, beautiful, severe, cunning, fanciful, generous, kind, or um, you can make up your own adjective. And uh, I was kind of thinking about playing somebody who was tenacious, mercurial, and cunning. Love it. Love it. So for pirates, uh, pirates can be daring, dashing, canny, sly, comely, charming, mercurial, boisterous, rebellious, tenacious, bold, adventurous, or make up your own. I, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling rebellious is the first one that I really want to latch on to. That feels, that feels right. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking also, 
I like Sly. I think that's a good that kind. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to pair Sly and Sly and Adventurous are the things that I'm gonna. I'm gonna pair together. I think. I think Sly, Adventurous, and Sly, Adventurous, and Rebellious feel like a good a good trio of qualities to have. Yeah, I like that a lot. Cool. Now I get to go to my favorite uh, name generator uh, because I'm so bad at names uh, for my mermaid. Um, I do know my mermaid's going to use she, her pronouns, but let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Um, I think my mermaid is going to be named Anazar. Anazar, um, love it. Yeah. Um, and I think that she's, she's just a, um, I think she's a larger woman, um, like probably think Louisa from Encanto, if you've seen it, just very, very tall, very broad. Um, Okay. Yep. 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 Um, I think she's got, um, you know, dark hair kind of, I'm imagining, yeah, I'm I'm imagining Louisa from Encanto. Let's just be That's real totally, here. Totally, totally fair and valid. Uh, so my pirate's name is Horizon Blade Song. I think that naming yourself is a big like pirate tradition, right? Like it's I th- I, I, th- I I I like that I like that idea. I think it's fun because I think because I'm because I'm a sucker for a good stage name. I'm a sucker for a good self chosen name. I think Horizon Blade Song kicks ass. I think that he is um he is the commander i'm thinking about uh, well we'll get to crew in a bit but we'll think about to my crew next because i gotta think about it but horizon blade song i'm envisioning uh a little bit banshee from the x-men is how i would describe it those big uh or those it's not maybe it's not even banshee but i'm picturing those big big chops big like red haired like golden red haired chops is how what i'm mm-hmm. envisioning dig it dig it so um we also need to think a little bit about uh, some people around us, uh, some NPCs. For mermaids, um, I have to think about the population of my village. Uh, they can be my friends, my family, a set of unrepleted people that I interact with regularly. Um, they're just, you know, these are people who might come up and play. And for pirates, I am thinking about my crew. Uh, these could be friends, mutinous individuals, or a loose bands of brigands held together by a love of treasure, and they may also come up in play. Don John was good to me. Um, I think Anazar is going to be the oldest of three sisters. Um, Ninazami, uh, Sasescu, and uh, Sudita. Three characters that I'm mapping out uh, are the crew of the Blade Song. I think that, um, I think that I, I think that you take the last name of your ship. I think that is the tradition among among pirate crews, particularly like that becomes your that becomes your 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 legacy. Your you know we become a family by way of we are we are the crew of the ship. That is also imbues a sense of loyalty, right? Like you know mm-hmm. when you when you ride on this ship, you are not just you are not just a friend. You are not just an ally. Like we, we are, we are family and we share a name. We share a bond that is so deep that we carry it with us wherever we go. And so at least for this uh, leg of the voyage, three of the members of the, the blade song that I am mapping out are, uh, mug mug blade song is our, uh, is our brewmaster. Charlie blade song. Uh, Charlie is our quartermaster and cannon fire blade song who, well, actually nobody's really quite sure what cannon fire does. They just sort of showed up. God bless. Perfect. Got it. And then, so that is the that is the crew. All right. So uh, we're pretty much ready to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, like uh, like Firebrands, this game is composed of a bunch of different mini games, uh, and there's one mini game in particular uh, which I've called a monologue that uh, typically you play quietly with yourself. Um, just to kind of get a feel for what your character uh what your character's been up to that kind of thing um and that's the very first game we play and then we can start choosing from the other mini games uh as we get going love it um now historically when i've played firebrand's uh hacks on follow the leader we've done a monologue out loud 
I, I think that's the right. Wanna... I think that's the right. I think that's the right way to do it. Okay. Cool. Would so, you like to deliver your monologue first, or should I? Uh, I have been bad and not considering my monologue yet. So please go first. All right, I will. I'm looking at my. I am looking at my my pirate list options. Um, and I see the one that I want to go for. I see the one that I want to uh I want to grab after and so I am going to choose what I've been doing and what's happened and choose freely or make up my own occurrence. I have my exact thing in mind. Um I think we see uh we see Horizon like at a tavern, you know, pirates all around. Uh, Mug has handed off these gigantic steins of uh, of ale to the entire crew. Everyone is sitting as Horizon like is leaning down and starting to tell a story. I I I swear to you, I am not making this up. I am not a man that lies. Well, I'm not a man that lies if it's not fun for me to do so, and this does not feel like it would be fun for me to do so. I found a cache of golden gems, the likes of which you would never understand, the likes of which would set us all up for, for, for the rest of our days. We would be practically drowning in luxury and comfort and spice and sugar. And it was just out of my reach. I was so close to it. I, I saw the shipwreck. I saw where it had been. Some pirate crew must have either chased after this same cache of gold, or maybe it was their treasure that they had lost when a, a, a one of the one of the the icebergs looks like it split their ship in two. Half of it was still resting on the iceberg. The other half was lost to the waves and. If this amount of gold and gems were on board that ship, imagine what the full load must have been like. I bade us steer closer, and something kept me at bay. A terrible wind, as though the iceberg itself grabbed my ship, spun it around, kicked it in the ass, and sent it off in a different direction. (sighs) No matter how many times we tried, we simply were turned around and sent off on our way. That treasure is still out there on that iceberg, and I know that that iceberg has left as they are are wont to do, but I swear to you, if we set sail and set our eyes to it, we can break this magical field, we can find the secret of this iceberg, and we can live out the rest of our days as our own brands of monarchs, one and all. Monarchs to none but ourselves, the kind of of monarchs that we want to see in the world, the kind that do not... The kind that do not oppress, but that ensure freedom for themselves and for their crews. What say you, my friends? And I think that I think that there's like a moment of silence, and that is where the monologue ends. That actually kind of dovetails kind of nicely with uh, the one that I was thinking, because I'm not sure the monologue ends there. I think uh, I think there's a, a woman who's sitting near the bar with uh with a a cup in her hands and uh she leans over and says tell me more friend and i Uh, think immediately immediately mug uh mug uses he she pronouns i think she like grabs you back by the shoulder kind of spins you back towards the bar and goes don't listen to him he's on one of his kicks he's doing one of his things and horizon kind of like snaps a finger and glares at him and is like it's like, if I'm telling a story, it is my turn to tell a story, and I will tell my delightful new friend all the stories that I wish. <laughs> um, so, honestly, uh, I think that uh, because the the uh, selection that I had chosen involved venturing near a human, uh, human village close to the shore, um... I think it might be a good idea for us to to transition into one of the other games. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, why am I doing this the hard way? I can do this the easy way. Sorry. Um, so I think um, maybe sharing a pint. I think that'd be great. I think be that's perfect. One. I think that's perfect. So uh, you and your chosen partner play. Uh, decide with your partner how you came to be sharing drinks and where you're drinking. Um, so I like the idea that this uh this particular tavern is carved into it it's actually carved into an icy cliffside mm. like um 
you know, there's there's definitely some stone in its construction, but uh, a large portion of it is just like, you know, like, have you seen, you know, pictures of like those ice hotels? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, like maybe one of the back walls is stone, but like the rest of it's carved out of the 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 layers and layers of ice that have built up on the cliff face. Love it. Um, Absolutely love it. So um, what do I notice about you? What do you notice about Horizon? You notice that um, you notice that 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 you notice that he's putting on a show, right? You notice very quickly that like that that there is a there is an intentional pause before half of the things that he says, where he's very obviously processing. Uh, he's very obviously processing what he's saying to what is going to fit, not just what he wants to say, but what Horizon Blade Song would say, right? Like he's he is he is very there's there's a there's a delay between uh between responses that seems to be you can kind of see the wheels turning in his head of like well this is how i would respond but how would my character respond mhm that makes sense what do i notice about you um i mean other than the fact that i'm a very large woman uh what you notice is that the type of fur like the seal the seal skin of my coat uh is all one piece it's not been fashioned out of multiple seal skins and i'll leave it up to you whether or not um horizon can infer what that means about my parentage or if uh it just means i slew a very large seal i am thinking I think most of the crew would think that you slayed a very large seal. I think Horizon knows better. I think that Horizon is the story that he told and people's response to it tells me that Horizon is somebody that is interested in the the old ways and the, the, the strange and the ancient of the world. It is something that he is seeking after. And I think that it's something that like, I think it's a great world detail that like most people wouldn't catch that, but that like, but that you kind of have to. Ha- if if this is a world with no sort of, if this is a world with very little magic, you kind of have to prime your brain a little bit to expect or to 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 spot those sorts of things naturally mm-hmm. and have that be the first response that you've come to. And so that's probably also a thing that you notice is that you see the wheels turn in his head and you see his eyes go wide and like a smile form. And it's not necessarily a smile of like, I'm trying to grift this person or I want something. It's a smile of... Oh, this is an incredible opportunity. This is an incredibly rare opportunity to be having this conversation, and I am, I am excited about it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, are either of us regulars at this establishment? I feel like I feel like Enazar is not a regular. I don't feel like, I don't feel like she comes ashore too often. I don't think that I don't think that Horizon is either. I think this is a. I think this is a stop on the way. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, playing the game, uh, each of us begins with two coins. Uh, we converse freely, and if something comes up that's uh, sensitive, like intelligence, a secret, that kind of thing, you throw both co- both coins. If both are tails, uh, you let slip this sensitive information. And at any point, someone may call for a pint. When this happens, you gain a coin. And the next time something sensitive comes up, you throw all your coins. Uh, and again, if you receive two tails, you divulge it. Um, so love basically, it. the alcohol adds up. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, and uh, you can repeat this process one to four times. Uh, no more than five drinks total. You don't want anyone dying from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Uh, you may also choose to cut yourself off at any point after the first drink. Um, I love it. I love it. All right. So um, I think Anazar comes over and has a flagon of some sort. Like, that's the only thing I can imagine just like a very, you know, or a tankard or something like that. Something very, very large. Uh, so it doesn't look dwarfed in her, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, next to her. Um, she says, so you, you're the wind, uh, 
turned your ship around and kicked it in the ass more than once, you say? Oh, 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 my friend, my friend, my friend, and I'm immediately flipping coins. <laughs> I'm immediately flipping coins and only one has come up. Uh, only one has come up uh, heads or one has come up heads. So I do not let slip. Well, I, you know, I I would not. I don't want to talk. I wouldn't want to talk a business. Uh, I, I told my story, but as far as the specifics and the the businessy parts of things, I think there's far more. I don't want to get into the boring stuff, at least not this early in the evening. Oh, so I suppose I must uh, stick around then if uh, I want to get into the into any of the fun parts. I suppose so. Uh, Mug, another round for another round for all of us. Everybody, everybody good. Everybody good. Everybody's good. Mug, another round. What makes you so interested in the dealings of uh, what I must say? I mean, is an exceptional pirate crew, but is a pretty mundane crew of seafaring scalawags. Well, shoot, I must already be feeling the effects of uh, the ale that I've been drinking. Uh, because I got two tails. Um, and Azar kind of uh, looks a little bashful and says, well, it's not every day you hear tale of of gold such as that from an individual who could potentially be reputable. <laughs> I like your use of potentially. Um, and I'm going to flip I'm flipping three coins here, and uh, two have come up tails. Uh, <laughs> potentially is a good way to put it. Uh, there are perhaps, I'd, I'd say a few naval vessels, but that might be an understatement that would uh, refer to me as uh, the dead man walking, but I like potentially reputable as a better way to put it. At this, uh, and I take another like long swig from my drink, Um and I say, well, dead man walking. Now that is interesting. Is that a tale for a later date and time as well? Uh, and I think like Mug visibly, like right over your shoulder, visibly rolls her eyes. And it's like, oh my, okay. I'm going to head in the back if anybody needs anything. And uh, Horizon, having flipped three coins and pulled two tails, <laughs> cracks his knuckles and like, let me set the stage for you. It is it is late at night. This There is a storm overhead and there are naval ships, uh, naval ships to the east, naval ships to the west. We are we are we are sailing a path straight through. And sure enough. One crew catches eye and starts just going and, like, is leaning in and is arm gesturing and is is spilling the story and is clearly, like, thrilled with, thrilled with uh, having, and I think the end is, and with the naval ship damaged with her high majesties, with her high majesties interceptor beneath the waves and... His grand intelligence's, uh, his grand intelligence's, uh, envoy ship not faring much better. We slipped in, we shot the killing blow, we rummaged left a little bit of, uh, well, I guess, grand intelligence treasure, and, well, it's merely one chapter of the life of the great, the terrible Horizon Blade song. By the way, I'm Horizon Blade song. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, I, I like hold out my hand and, and uh, uh, does Horizon uh, shake? Oh, absolutely! Like immediately, like a hand handshake. Um, does like a big, good, firm handshake. Like uh, handshake and immediately. Uh, 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 how how's the drink doing? Do you need another? Or are you good? Um, I think uh, I think I'm. I could use another. Um. And uh, I was about to let slip something, but uh, I've rolled. Uh, I got uh, three heads. So all right, not today, dear friend. Not today. Um, that is a that is such an interesting story that that you've told. I I admit that I'm not much of a fan of Her High Majesty myself, but um, 
I I must I must know more about this veritable treasure trove. Ah, that is two heads. Uh well, unfortunate I mean <laughs> I, I'm afraid I must invoke the pirate's code. You see, uh, a little bit of a little bit of deception, a little bit of withheld the uh, withheld truth is simply the way to ensure that uh, all of these uh, bastards, scoundrels, monsters, and like people are glaring, people are glaring, and like a few <laughs> people reach for for cutlasses and flintlocks, and just the truly most despicable and disgusting group of people that I have ever had the honor and privilege of sharing a drink with and like immediately like raises a glass here's to you you bunch of ingrates and like everybody then drops the flintlocks and cutlasses and raises the glass and we all take a big drink um i'm afraid i do have to keep a few secrets um unless unless i were sharing that information with a member of my crew i kind of like arch an eyebrow and um take a swig of my drink and say my dear sir is that an invitation uh i am gonna see i'm doing a flip that is two heads uh, interesting that you would take it as such it, uh, that that seems to belie a certain level of interest unless i'm mistaken mm, hang on let me flip here that's a. Uh, that's uh, two tails. So um, Anazar kind of, you know, just smiles a little and says, well, I mean, I do have quite a fondness for the water. I certainly don't think I would be uh, at any danger of being seasick. I am going to flip my four coins. That's three tails. So leans forward and elbow on the table. Of course not, of course not, uh, I, well, I, I, I mean, we could certainly use people with unique sets of skills, and honestly, somebody who knows the water and knows the ice and knows the blasted bloody, bloody icebergs would probably be a wonderful fit for the crew. Of course, I'm saying this all out loud, which is terrible negotiation. <laughs> Well, you're not saying anything that I wasn't already thinking. Um, let me let me make you a proposition. I help you get what you're looking for, and I take a crew member's cut. And if we decide that we enjoy each other's company, then maybe I'll go for a swim alongside your boat for a while. We'll see what happens. I think, Anazar, I think that if if only for the next few weeks, and at this point, uh, at this point, like, even Charlie and Cannon Fire are, like, getting up and, like, heading the hands like, oh my god, he's gonna, everybody <laughs> give him some space. Sword comes out. Sword comes out, which immediately draws several flintlocks pointed in my direction. It's part of the pageantry. Everybody relax. Anazar, I am honored to, and I give you, like, the proper knighting sword tap on the shoulders. Christen you, Anazar, blade song. Until the end of our- until the end of at least this journey, on a provisional basis. Of course, on a provisional basis. On a provisional basis. And I believe that is the end of our scene. Yeah. At the end of the night out, everyone goes their own directions, or we may go home together. Describe how you react to the evening's events the next morning, whether or not you have a hangover. Oh, Horizon for sure has a hangover. <laughs> I am going to flip the coins because it's fun. Uh, actually, I do not have a hangover, which I actually kind of like more. I like that the next morning Horizon is chipper and bright and like looks just like a million bucks. Yeah, let me see if I have a hangover. To see if we have a hangover, we have flipped all of our coins. If we receive two tails, you have a hangover. Uh, I don't have a hangover either. Uh, although, um, I do think uh, come morning when I'm getting ready to leave, uh, leave where my sisters and I are currently staying, which I'm imagining is just kind of like, I don't want to say, I don't know if shoals is the right word, but just like the shoals, like, a little further down from the from oh, the, sure. the town sure, sure. proper 
my my sisters are just like, what are you even doing? And, you know, I'm just like, eh, well, it'll be an adventure. We'll see what happens. Just just wait for me. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, and the next day, we the the blade song sets sail. Heck yeah! Oh, what scene should we head into next? Let me look over two of them because I have two. In, I have exactly two in mind, and I want to see which one feels more right. Let me ask you. I'm lucky enough to have the designer here. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I want a scene of us like going, of us tracking and finding. The I think that might be the great hunt is us like looking for this iceberg in particular. Mm hmm. Yeah, that is exactly what I was thinking. Cool. So uh, we are playing the great hunt. Everyone is going to play this. We are hunting the iceberg and I think that we are hunting it. Um, I would like to say that we are hunting it by uh, setting sail and setting our sights on the iceberg itself. And I think that uh, Horizon has at some point like pulled you aside and like revealed that he knows the deal and has asked you to give us some additional underwater navigation as someone that is uniquely attuned to the waves and the water and the icebergs yeah that i don't think that surprises enazar at all that like you know she knew that horizon knew that she knew that horizon knew etc 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 but um yeah, I agree to provide what I can. So um, what we do is we each take turns uh, choosing a series of at least four, but no more than six hazards, um, which I've got a list of hazards, but you can also make up, you mm-hmm. know, we can also make up our own. Um, and uh, we throw coins to determine the outcome of the hazards and the number of coins that we gain determines the outcome of the hunt. Love it. Love it. So, hmm. So I think, I think while the rest of the crew isn't watching, I put my coat back on and I slip into the water and I swim ahead of, um, I swim ahead of the ship, uh, trying to kind of sniff out, uh, things in the currents, like, you know, I imagine that an iceberg that is potentially a ship killer like that may have a unique imprint on the currents, like, you know, uh-huh. almost may smell like blood, that kind of thing. Um, and so I catch wind of it, but um, it is on the other side of uh, a rocky outcropping. Like, there's okay rocky outcropping doesn't do justice to what i'm seeing i'm imagining like jagged fingers of rock just jutting up like towering over the ship i love it i i love it so go ahead and throw your coin i say throw coins i mean i'm rolling 1d2 in a dice spot uh but i did get a heads all right um, on heads, we make it through unscathed, making good time, and we gain a coin. On the way to the iceberg, we have gotten word that it is on the other side of this rocky coast, which means that uh, that like getting through it has taken a little bit of time. Uh, and so we like once we're on the other side, there's a, there's a matter of uh, of of actually like prepping our supplies because we know that weather is going to be bad, right? We know that it's going to be a dangerous journey. So I'm going to flip our coin. That is tails. So uh on tails um like we we like there is like we see the road ahead and the waters are choppy and dangerous and I kind of I I ask you I kind of send the signal to bring you back onto the boat because Frankly, uh, I'm not willing to risk a crew member on these waters. We've got to find another way around. Okay. Um, I come back, uh, not, you know, a little disappointed, not, you know, not disappointed that you're thinking of my, uh, well-being, but disappointed that we've been blocked in such a fashion. Um, hmm. Oh, I like the idea of this one. Um, I think that we find 
evidence of wreckage nearby. Love it. That um, maybe uh, maybe it's the uh, wreckage where the the ship was just you know it seemed like it was sliced in two by the uh, by the the iceberg. Yep. Um, and it may not even be like it. It's not the half. It's it's the other half, the half that was missing. But it's it's clear Love because it. of the way that the ship was painted that this is yeah. the yeah, half yeah. that Horizon didn't see, and I think we we see that. But um, we've already established that the climate's kind of unpredictable. So in that in that uh, direction, like there's. Th- great thunderheads in the offing. I love it. But uh, I got heads. So we're actually able to make it along this particular this particular route uh, and gather um, gather an idea of where the um, iceberg may have been headed uh, as it drifts along the ocean uh, before the storm actually rolls in. Um, and as we get here, we we pass through here, and even even ahead of the storm, and the storm is only going to make it so much worse. Like the water, the ocean is still tempestuous and cruel. Uh, like it is still aggressively fighting us. Like we have the the iceberg in our sights. Uh, we have the iceberg in our sights, and we can see it. It's in the distance. I am going to throw my coin, and that is another Tales. Our vessel is tossed about like a plaything, and we lose valuable times to the whims of the water. I think, I think there's a moment where like I, I straight up, I straight up, uh, like say to you, like this is exactly this is this is your moment. Like you, you tell us what our next step is. We don't have much time, but we need to move quickly. What is what is the way that we get through this through this 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 weather and this water and this this the walls of this iceberg, the magical boundary that it has set in place? Hmm. So I'm looking at our coins right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to do one more challenge? Um, and see. Let's, let's see if we can do one more challenge because if we get three coin, we have two coins right now, which we would lose our quarry. If we get one more, we tussle with it and we both live to fight another day. And Sounds I think that, good. That feels that feels like a good. I, those both feel like good options, but I want to see which one we land on. Again, this is um, Anazar, like going beneath the ocean to see what uh, what's there, um, and. Like, she has to dive deep, deep, deep uh, to try to get around the the swirling currents and the the vicious ice flows uh, that are surrounding mm-hmm. this this uh, place of power. Um, and I think that I do see something, but I can't quite tell what. Um, and I'm going to, oh, tails. Oh. Um, it's just a little glint in the distance, and I think it might be the, the key to what's causing the, the near maelstrom around this iceberg, but, uh, I just, I can't get through, and, uh, I swim back to the surface, and, you know, shed my skin and turn it into my code and put it back on. And just all I can do is just close my eyes and shake my head. And there is a there like there like we both I think the two of us stand at the front of the ship, like quiet for a moment and then processing in my head, thinking through my next action. I throw an arm around. I throw an arm around your shoulders and I'm like, we'll get it next time, my friend. It, Simply means it simply means another horizon for us to chase. And what is my name if not Horizon? I think at that, Anazar just kind of like snickers a little bit. Like it's just, I, I, I feel like she can just see right through him in that moment, but can't mm-hmm. help but be a little charmed. So, uh, she like cuffs him in the arm and is just like, "You're right. 
next time. Next time, my friend. And at that moment, I would like to call for one more scene before we wrap up. Uh, I was going to ask for one more scene as, scene as well. Uh, what did you have in mind? Uh, I would love to transition immediately into a chase unless you had another another more wrap up scene in mind. So I was I always like to do a chase or a dance anytime I play uh, I play Firebrands hacks. Mm-hmm. So um, frankly, you read my mind. Um, I would happy. love to do a chase. Uh, cause I think in this moment, like, like we, 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 we start to sail back and, and, you know, the, we, this is the closest we've gotten, right? Like, I've, like, like mm-hmm. you have, you have nonetheless proven to the crew that iceberg is there and we can get it. It simply is a matter of figuring out how to get that key. And so, mm-hmm. like, spirits are high until we see three ships on the horizon and we go, and horizon, like, is, is busy, like, patting you on the back and being like, she's the one that, she's the one that got us closer than we got last time. I mean, honestly, like, I'm just happy that you all believe me. I'm happy that I had somebody to, ah, hell. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. All right. So, um, for a chase, um... We're supposed to determine who's the quarry and uh, who's the hunter. I think we've pretty well established that we're the we're the quarry. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what do we notice about these three ships? Sorry, go ahead. They are all bearing the banner of uh, of his great high royal intelligence, and they are moving. They are moving in. They are moving in unison. Two of the ships actually kind of do a crisscross, which is sort of a, an odd maneuver. Like they are showing, we can see, and it's almost, it's a little bit of an intimidation tactic and a little bit of a, a little bit of a tactical thing. Like they are, they are maneuvering among each other and like letting down sails and doing things to sort of move around one another in a way that is showing a tremendous amount of coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Cool. Um, I think. Shoot, I lost my I lost my thought. Sorry, never mind. Okay, cut okay. that out. <laughs> yep. Um. So, uh, the quarry leads the chase. Uh, the quarry chooses a series of four challenges and admissions from the lists below. Uh, you can choose freely, but one choice must be an admission. Um, and will uh the hunter and the quarry each gain coins during the chase that represent the distance or lack thereof between them? Um. So I wrote special rules for this particular mini game. Usually uh-huh. it's a foot chase, but um I also have a list of ship challenges and admissions for when the chase takes place on a ship. So um I think um we can just alternate with the challenges and admissions. Yeah. Um so uh if you would like to pose the first challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would like to say, I would like to say that uh, Horizon knows these waters well. Follow me if you dare, but flip a coin. All right. I will flip on the Navy's behalf. Tails. On Tails, you are plunging heedless into danger, and I need not choose any admissions during the chase after all. <laughs> I love that one. I love it so much. I think this is, I didn't even read the whole thing. I just knew that I knew the water. Like I knew, I love that. I love that. Um, I almost think this is a moment of, of both of us, right? Like I think this is a moment where we have that moment of, ah, hell. Yep. And then we both look at each other and we see, I think we see a moment of like you swimming in the water and me like commanding people from the front of the ship, kind of following your lead and doing a little bit of steering, like keeping you in my sight line as we guide them through the very dangerous waters that we were just sort of flying past. And we see the ships getting kind of caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would you like to choose a challenge or admission? You don't have to choose an admission. Um, let me see. I think that um, I'm able to find a sudden current for us to speed us along. Um, I just kind of like dive heedlessly into it and, you know, swimming for for dear life and hoping that you follow. Uh Um, But uh, we catch this current and uh, the Navy is welcome to follow us, but uh, must throw a coin. I am flipping for the Navy. I have flipped tails. 
um, which means that uh, on Tails, they are unable to find the same current and are stymied, and we gain a coin. Heck yeah. I, 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 I'm looking through the admissions and deciding if I want to risk one or if I just want to stick with challenges. I, there is one admission that I think is right for the story, so I have to go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that the waters are choppy and I must narrow navigate them carefully. I think like we have we have I think we have we have we are we are leveraging the very dangerous waters that we had kind of that we had just sailed through and uh, they are incredibly dangerous. And so there is an opportunity here for uh, for them to catch up to us. Heads. Oh, on heads, they are more skilled at these waters than us and gain two coins. Uh, I love that. I do genuinely love that. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I think we are. We are that that is a that is a good beat. I think they are they are gaining on us because they have they 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 simply are not engaging with the trap that we have kind of laid before them. Oh boy! So I just thought challenge that I think fits given what we went through to get here. Mm-hmm. You know that storm that we saw in the distance? Yes, indeed. I think it's about time that we played storm chaser. I think that sounds great. I'm going to wait. You throw for the navy. Yes, and I have thrown tails. Uh, our ship, their ship, is tossed about. We are able to pull ahead. All right, and we're able to gain a coin from that. So that puts us tied. That puts us tied, which means if the hunter has as many or more coins, the quarry chooses one from the list below. We get turned around and blunder into them. We make it to a place of temporary safety. Uh, we are driven into a dead end. We have been cut off, we are exhausted and overtaken, or we have proven or they have proven themselves and we let them catch us. I don't think we let them catch no, us. No, 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 no. I think I think because this is like an ending of the story, I think that coming to a place of safety is the right call. I think it is even if it is temporary, I think that like there is a degree of like we have found a place to hide away, and that is like uh, uh valor is uh what's the phrase of the better part of valor uh <laughs> i think like sometimes it's about finding the right place to lay low when you're outnumbered yeah and i think yeah. maybe i think what i want to propose is like it's not a uh it's not a glamorous hiding place like it is like we are just like ducked under a half like submerged cave like on a gap in a in a in a uh, iceberg and like there's a there's a moment where it looks a little embarrassing for us like we have just kind of hidden in a hole and everybody's kind of crouched down and we're looking around and i think there's there's this moment where there's this pause right and there is this this beat of uh this beat of is this is this a horrible embarrassing loss and then uproarious laughter spreads throughout the entire ship yes oh my friend I think we're going to have to keep you around. <laughs> you couldn't get rid of me if you tried. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Blade Songs, my friend. And I think uh, <sighs> I think he turns his head. Mug, a couple beers. And um, I think that uh, I think that we like a couple a couple flagons come out. And I think uh, I think. What happens is, uh, as we're all laying, sitting around drinking, the, the, the closing cliffhanger is, uh, cannon fire steps up and rolls out a map. And it's like, now can we talk about the treasure map? I've been trying to get your attention for weeks. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and I think that's game. Yeah. Oh man, that was so fun. This kicks ass. This game rips. Thank you. Oh, I this is this is legitimately one of my favorite pirate games that I've played. I'm in love with this, with every bit of this. Um, so not to not to like take the wind out of Ocean Tides' sails, haha. But um, have you heard of slash played Bro? Is it Gata Dock? I have not played. Bro. I've I've heard of it, but I have not played it. Maybe maybe next time. I will check it out. I'm I. Uh... I'm so happy. This was incredible. Thank you so much for playing this with me. Thank you. This was fantastic. Uh, so real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you, your work, and the Kickstarter for Ocean Tides online? 
Um, you can find me on the internet, uh, primarily on Twitter at HarpyDora. You can find the games that I've written, including this one, at harpydora.itch.io. You can find the Kickstarter for this at uh, tinyurl.com forward slash ocean dash tides. Um, you can find other podcasts I do on Twitter at FTLcast for Follow the Leader, uh, at DKPHpod for Dumb Kids Playing Hero, and I think that's me. All right. Well, thank you so much for playing this with me. I had the absolute best time. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to August for coming on to the show. That game was incredible. I had so much fun playing it. Oh, my God. Be sure to check the show notes uh, to a link to the Kickstarter for Ocean Tides. Go grab your own copy. Make your own pirate fantasy stories. The game is so, so good. I think you're going to love it. Again, you can find that link in the show notes. And be sure to follow August on Twitter at HarpyDora. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Discord. Check out our merch store at bit.ly slash Merch, including a new shirt designed by Caro Assertion. It's real good. I like it a lot. I think you're going to love it. I want to leave the surprise for what it is until you go to the merch door and look. And if you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes or Podchaser or Podcast Addict or Spotify or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera review. Or tell a friend about the show. Share some love for the show on social media. Any of those things help us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. And as always, if you're looking for more delightful podcast content, check out All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network, in which every week my best friend and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character and populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates on the show, press coverage, or about coming onto the show as a guest, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And eh, until next time, that's really all we do here. So thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. 